Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to Podcast for Your Life. Jam and Jason here. Jason, what is the topic for this episode? Today, we are going to be talking about habits. Jam and I both have both good and bad habits. Habits, and not meaning the, what nuns wear, right? We're, we're pretty, we want to be clear on that from the very beginning. Habits what? Habit, uh, the habit is the thing that nuns wear. It's one of the words uh, for... <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's been a long time since I took Latin school, Jam. Um, habits. Let's define them. Okay. Yes. We're taking off in this plane, this this uh, podcast for your life plane, and we're going to hit about 27,000 feet, and we're going to look down, and there will be this description of habits on the ground. And they are basically consistent behavior, okay. I think is what we, we both decided is what we're going to define habits are. Yes. There, you can get it really specific, and there's probably science that will dictate what is and what isn't a habit, and what's a good, what's a bad habit. Um, but we're just going to go off of consistent behavior. Yeah. That's going to be our guardrails for today's episode. Right. And I think most people know this, but most times we talk about habits, we talk about bad habits. But habits can also be good. Yeah. And so we're going to touch on that a little bit too. But yeah, it's an interesting idea. It's an interesting topic i guess in the sense that like we in general as humans just have habits we it's such a natural inclination to form behaviors that we just routinely do whether they really matter to our day or they're just little quirky things it seems kind of just like part of our, our nature to have them yeah i think our brains there's a part of our brains that probably was engineered to pick up on repetition like if you think about the very basic habits that you first learn are walking yeah that's probably like one of the earliest ones i can think of um maybe crawling i guess crawling you know because like crawling actually does involve a little bit of coordination so it's impressive that when you're like four months old you can crawl or i don't know how old but i think too like not even just like physical movement like that but i think you start to pick up on habits as a young human being um that can get like attention of your parents or like if, like, you realize yeah. as a baby, like, oh, if I do this kind of thing, I've noticed that I, I get food. They yeah. They probably don't think those things that detailed in their no, brains. No, no, not at all. But clearly, it's, even if it's something very unrelated, they do something. They realize this was related to this, and so they do it again. Yeah. There's, like, we're almost built for these kind of cause and effect scenarios, if you think about it. Because most of the time, like, with habits, there's a cause, like, you know, I am hungry, and so... uh the effect would be, you know, like, I need food. I'm going to make myself food because I'm hungry. Because I know that if I make myself food, I'm going to be fed, and therefore I will be filled. Mm-hmm. So the habit then of, like, making food is, it's like this kind of cause and effect. Sort of, does that make sense? It's like yeah. we, we, like, have these problems, and we need to solve these problems, and we find out, hey, there are patterns that I can pick up to these problems. Yes. And what's interesting, too, is that I think – if you look too broadly, a habit is anything. Anything that we ever do, ever. That's consistent. It's consistent. Yeah. But I think there's a distinction that most people make when they talk about habits. Yep. That is that it is a smaller, less significant thing, per se. So what, what I mean is like eating, every human, if they want to continue to live, right. should have a habit of eating. <laughs> That's right. So <laughs> Should. Should. Uh, but I think what's more interesting about just the talking about habits is the the other side of it the things that are either meaningless habits we have or bad habits that we've picked up and that there's the whole talk about people they consciously want to change a specific habit 
but they can't like mm-hmm. they have a hard time doing it just getting sort of control over your behavior i think that's super interesting like it's just so weird yeah that we're like that whereas it's not quite we're probably going to steer clear of some of the obvious habits like eating and drinking <laughs> right right yeah but again we're talking about just like a yeah. really super broad super broad thing right. yeah habits are interesting i think i, I agree they're they're the idea that it's like it's not just the basics that everybody does but they're almost like specific things to a maybe a smaller portion of the population like yeah not everybody bites their nails but there are a large chunk of people that bite their nails and that has thus been considered a habit yeah and they can't really just stop it. I mean, they're you, not consciously doing it, maybe. Like, they're not, like, consciously doing it every time, yeah. and therefore it's like, oh, right. I have to put conscious effort into not biting my nails. Yeah, so it becomes a habit. So when do you think that when something becomes a habit is when it becomes less conscious? Probably. You know you're doing it, but you, it doesn't take the whole train of thought where you're like, hey, look, I... Um, look at this nail. I do want to bite it. How about I do that? Now I will commence biting it. And now I'm biting my nail. That's so weird when you like, like bring that and, and break it down like that. Yeah. So speaking of habits, just to make it personal, what kind of habits do you have? Um, I actually had a really hard time thinking this and I know that like, I almost thought about texting Emily and being like, Hey, what are some habits I have? Because yeah. she would respond with an incredibly long list. But it's weird, too, because you want to think of some that are sort of more unique to you, maybe. Sure. Or, I don't know, or ones that you're frustrated with and you wish you could change or you want to or something like that. So, um, do you want a bad habit first or a good one? Whatever you want. Okay. A bad habit okay. of mine is that I can be really bad about opening and responding to text messages like hmm. i am bad at doing that so okay do you want me to i mean that may not necessarily be a bad habit but Here. it's a habit it's a habit it can be bad because like if the person's like dying and they texted you and then well, well that's a question of why they texted you when they're dying but anyway right. they should call me yeah yeah no and <laughs> in, in general a lot of things like that in text are not urgent that's sure the, that's the deal but that's the idea um there's it's it's sort of common especially if you, around people that i know well and spend time with like sure outside of work especially in my church and stuff like hey i texted you about that you never responded and then i'm like oh right. dang it i need to change this so habit. then that makes it at some points a bad habit so yeah. how many unread text messages do you have right now so i have 44 44 unread text messages man yeah i'm like the exact opposite i wouldn't say i have the habit of checking messages but like i hate having notification badges so I mean, some of them are really stupid, but let me go. I mean, some of them are no things offense like, if you're listening and you were one no, of those no, no. people. <laughs> you know how sometimes you get messages that are like, yeah, um, uh, your one-time security code is this, and I forgot, oh. I forgot to open it. Oh, that's terrible. That I yeah. don't even know. If I'm actually, that I'm gonna click on some of those. So here's my, but here's my real, my real oldest message right now. Mm-hmm. Um, my message is only saved for 30 days, and they 30 days ago deletes every. Uh, day so it gets forgotten yeah. yeah so the last the oldest message i have is um someone inviting me very last minute to their super bowl party and whoa it was a lot of thought that would have to go into a response and i knew before i even really read the thing that i was going to say no and it was really last minute 
And rather than deal with it right then, I thought, maybe I'll answer this in a little bit later. And Tomorrow, I, the day after the Super Bowl, they'll probably realize I'm not able to come. Right. I mean, it, anyway, so I just didn't uh, respond. I'm going to oh, open it now. And We're sorry, person. Now I closed it. All right. <laughs> the next one is um, from the dry cleaners. Uh, give me a coupon. I oh, not, I did not use it. Okay. Yeah, here's another one. It's a real one. My friend texted me. This is a good, a good example. My friend texted me about season two of Twin Peaks that he's been watching it. And I didn't get a chance to respond right then. And so I didn't open it because I care a lot about the show Twin Peaks. And I want to go back and respond to it. If I open it, then it's going to get lost forever because I'll forget completely. So if, as long as it's a, a number there, then it will it will not be forgotten. Wow. All right, sorry, that's so, my Sounds like habit. a struggle, man. It I'm is. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's, yeah. So, I need to get better about that. Um, what about you? A bad habit? One of my habits is biting my nails. Um, I don't know if that's actually a bad thing. Um, some folks would say that's bad. Others would say it's not. Some might say it's like a nervous habit. I don't know. But um, my all my fingers are still here so far, <laughs> and all my nails are still here. So, I'm yep. 10 for 10 with that. And your, your nails are always really trim and oh, nice. thank you. So. That's because i bite them and they're not really nice they're like jagged and anyway that's probably gross for some people um when i was growing up i would sometimes bite them and sort of still bite them uh at church and my mom would always elbow me or hit my hands while we're in church and you know like stop that's a bad habit stop doing it and she always was like trying to get me to stop I still am doing them, and all I remember is just my mom trying to make me to stop. Did she she still elbow you? No. Okay. No. No, I mean, like, it's just kind of like, stop it. Like, stop it. Yeah. Stop doing that. And I'm just like, gosh, I'm sorry. Like, maybe I was biting them as a nervous habit because I was nervous that my mom was going to (laughs) notice. I think it's self-perpetuating habit there. So that's that's one of my habits. Um, A good habit and again, this may not be that good, but um, I started putting the toilet seat down mm-hmm. a long time ago, and I think I did it in response to such a public outcry to like, oh, men never put the seat down, or oh, men are pigs, or whatever. And, and I was like, and you have a sister too, so that might. I have a sister and mom and a wife now, and yeah, I still put the seat down, and it's it's a habit more than anything. Um, I don't think there's anything intrinsically good about doing that, and. I don't think it's really that hard for people to put the seat down themselves, guys and girls. But I think there was just something in me that was like, man, there's such a fuss about this. I should just start doing that. Just like, hey, what have I got to lose? You know? Yeah. It's yeah. five extra seconds for me. So <laughs> um, that's that's what I would say is one of my good habits. And then last, uh-huh. this one is a just weird habit. Okay. And a lot of people say this is weird. I have, um, when I'm eating and I'm having like, you know, a main entree or like a main dish and then i have like two sides so for example if you have like a burger and fries and coleslaw i will always eat each thing individually i won't eat them at the same time so i'll have the coleslaw and then i'll have the fries and then i'll finish with the burger i won't have like a bite of burger and then a bite of fries and a bite of coleslaw i don't like to mix flavors in my mouth i like to enjoy each one individually I think that is a great way of enjoying food. I think more people should do but it. You but could... people think that there's like this greatest, this greatest satisfaction well, in like combining all the flavors and just having this like stomach in your mouth sort of a feeling because that's basically how it no, all no, 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 no. Here, well, here's the other way. So you're you're thinking there's only two ways. The other way is taking some bites of burger, 
completing them, swallowing them, uh-huh. having some fries. Yep. Completing them, swallowing them, going uh-huh. back to burger. But yeah, exactly. But then you still have to go back to the burger and you'll still have to go back to the fries. Yeah. It's a back and forth. But what I really like about that is you're getting a little bit of both. So I'd rather <laughs> go around from thing to thing and hope that they all kind of finish up in the same round. Interesting. That's what I rather. But what I'm what I'm saying is that I don't want to mix things in my mouth either. I don't want to have fries and burger right. in my mouth at the same time. But I like to go back and forth because I feel like it resets the palate a little bit and then I reappreciate the burger again. You know? Okay. You know like a yeah, lot of a lot of sides a lot of sides are a little chill like that. Like fries are good, but they're not like amazing. They are in terms of flavor, pretty simple. Yeah. Whereas burger com- complexity. There's a lot there's some different sauces, different layers of stuff going on. I want to reset the palate with the fries and maybe some water or whatever I'm drinking. Reset the palate. That's a cool. And then go back to burger. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so so you're basically your your taste level would be just like the stock market, kind of ups yeah. and downs. Mine's kind of like a spike and a plateau. Yeah. But mine would be over time going up. It wouldn't potentially just be right, down, right, right, right. You know what I mean? So no, it's it's all subjective. So it's true. <laughs> Uh, okay, I have a good habit I'm going to share, okay. and then we probably should close up. Probably. But um, one of my good habits that I think is pretty good one is I have some very specific ways I do email. And I don't mean organization. That's actually, I'm horrible at that in email. But I mean the way that I write emails. Um, I try to make sure that I always include a question. I read something somewhere about that. And I've always done that for the most part since then. And this is somebody I know really well that's like right across the office room thing. But if somebody I'm emailing for the first time or it's, I don't know them very well or they're at a different branch of our uh, organization or something, I always try to include questions in my hmm. email, at least one, um, ideally two, so that it, it elicits a conversation. It's not just me shouting statements. It's like invites their answers, their feedback, speaking into something. Mm-hmm. Also, I like to not start sentences with I, me, or we, but, but try to... Wow. Turn them around because it makes it seem like very self-focused. If you do it's that. very specific. Yeah. So that seems to have worked well. I haven't had any uh, email arguments since I've started doing that. So Yeah, me neither. And I haven't done that. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right, guys. Can never well, be too careful. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, with that, we're going to wrap up. Just uh, moral of the story is uh, watch your eyes and wheeze. And um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully you'll think about the habits you have, and uh, if you need to change, like it's okay, no pressure. We're not uh, pressuring you to change. Yeah, and if you're a nun wearing a habit, no need to change. Yep, no need to change that habit. (laughs) All right, guys, see you next time. Bye.